Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And uh, what, what's, uh, what's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. About one hundred dollars That's right. Okay, great. You have had eBay by Rent.com and Shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. the master of your domain. Monty. Literally, probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, kids. Welcome to Domain Masters. This is Monty Khan, uh, your host. Another great week has gone by. I'm still catching up from traffic, uh, Silicon Valley. I'm telling you, I'm like 300 emails behind and got a lot of work to do still. And now getting prepped for uh, SES in uh, in New York City and uh, three shows back to back, and and then wrapping right back up into Domain Name Roundtable and uh, and uh, uh, Traffic West in uh, Vegas coming up here in the spring. Uh, I have a couple really good guests on tonight. Um, as you know, the largest domain transaction that's occurred in public anyway has been the Sex.com sale again. And uh, we had the seller on a couple weeks ago, Gary Kremen, um, and learned a little bit about the transaction. Uh, today we're going to have the, I guess, the PR firm that was involved in the transaction, and uh, we're going to try and get some information out of uh, Hal Bringman, uh, who uh, is basically the front man for the sex.com purchase side. But HBPR, uh, which is Hal Bringman's uh, uh, company, is also very well recognized for uh, the most successful Independent IPOs that were that were that have been done on a domain name, which was MP3.com, and we're going to learn about that story as well. So it should be pretty cool to hear about this uh, this uh, domain name that was purchased for a thousand dollars and uh, was responsible for a four hundred million dollar IPO um, uh, when it went public. And we'll learn a little bit about that from those guys. And then I have uh, my good old friend Brian Banco on board. Brian spoke at the Traffic Silicon Valley show. Uh, he just launched NoParking.com, which is a uh, development site for domainers, uh, where um, uh, Brian's company takes uh, a stake in your domain name and helps you get it up off the ground, and uh, basically will turn it into a valuable piece of real estate. Brian's had a lot of experience in in the internet. Uh, he's also the president and founder of Back Bay Ventures, and uh, he was uh, also one of the initial guys on the uh, um, online advertising firm Burst. And so he's got a lot of uh, information, and he's a domainer. They own several thousand domain names, and so it's be it'd be great to hear from his, him as well and uh, get some uh, get some good tools and tips and tricks out there that uh, we can all learn from and and help all this out be more successful on the web. So we're going to take a couple commercials. We're going to be right back on with Hal Bringman uh, from HBPR and learn about Sex.com and uh, MP3.com. Stay tuned. The 
the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. There's a lot of webmasters out there, and they all have traffic to send you. For them to send you traffic, they need to know who you are. Want to reach them? Heck, you need to reach them. To reach them, you need to be where they are. You need to speak their language. You need to tell them how you're all going to make money together sending traffic to your sites. Webmaster Radio is the place to reach them. Webmaster Radio is the place where webmasters, affiliate programs, and Internet businesses come together to learn, share, connect, and do business. Use banners, buttons, sure, you've got those here. But if you want to put out the message that not only tells them what you do, but the spirit of your company, Webmaster Radio is the place. We'll put out a professionally produced radio spot that can be informative, entertaining, even silly. It'll get your message out to the Webmaster community. And hey, we'll all do more business. Webmaster Radio, where everybody learns to make... Domain Masters. Hello, welcome back to Domain Masters. Uh, I'm Monty Khan, and as I mentioned, we got two great guests on tonight. Uh, my first guest, uh, Hal Bringman, uh, is founder of HBPR firm um, and uh, started a very successful uh, public relations firm in Los Angeles and the California area and has been involved with several successful transactions, and particularly in the domain name side. Um, uh, one of which is the sex.com uh, case uh, that just uh, the sale that just occurred uh, just a few weeks ago, and um, one of the more famous ones uh, in the past that were responsible for uh, a very successful IPO was MP3.com. Hal, are you on board? Yes. Hi. How are you? Great. How are you doing? Very good. 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 So I understand we got you on cell phone tonight. So hopefully everything will be cool with uh, with reception. Um, Give us a little bit of background about uh, about your uh, business and about uh, some of the companies that you help out and how you got started in it. Sure. I was doing uh, music publicity uh, on the East Coast, and I moved to California right about the same time MP3.com went to launch. And uh, I was looking for a project, and Michael was looking for someone, Michael Robertson, the CEO, was looking for someone to help him out with the company for PR, and uh, I sort of launched accidentally my PR firm at the same time we launched MP3.com, and we took them from launch through IPO a year later, which was a, a huge, almost $400 million IPO, and that that was the beginning of a whole bunch of market leaders in the digital music space that followed MP3.com. We worked with Music Match, we launched Napster, uh, Grokster, the P2P uh, Blubster, which is an, another P2P overseas. So that sort of has been our niche market is digital media for uh, the time period since we launched Bithu.com. And, and now uh, with Sex.com acquisition, we have a very cool company there. We don't have a lot to talk about with it now, but uh, it, it's it's sort of going to be a social networking, uh, you know, uh, user-generated content site that uh, I think is going to take the adult industry to a whole new place that it's, it's not been before. Right. So give us a little bit of insight on the sex.com purchase of what you can share. I know it's uh, still a lot of stuff's in confidentiality and, and whatever. Um, I, had, um, I had Gary Kremen on the show a few weeks back, and uh, he talked about the sales side of it a little bit. So just give us some of the detail that you can share about the purchase, uh, how was it structured, that kind of thing, and then maybe you can just share with us a little bit more about how that 
how that portal or that domain is going to be different than what it currently does today, which is basically kind of an advertising feed into the Grant Media, or what it did anyway, Grant Media uh, Advertising Network. Yeah, it was, you know, for the most part, it sort of has been kind of almost just a static billboard, if you will. And we're assembling a world-class management team right now, which is one of the reasons why we just aren't really ready to talk that much about it, because we want to find the right voices to tell the story. Uh, But it's going to be a very, you know, a a lot of adult sites in particular, uh, you know, it's like Playboy, for example, it, it, you know they're pushing their particular content, and what we want to do is really embrace the internet and the power that it has behind user-generated content. And you know, video has been something online that's been you know much talked about, but not terribly successful in the past. But with broadband, you know, being a reality today, uh, video online is very compelling, and user-generated social networking kind of things, and integration of all those different things are going to come together and really create. A new kind of site that is, you know, the, it, it's sort of like back in the day of MBC.com, the artists that made the most money on that site were the ones that, you know, the cream rose to the top. The, the artists that were putting out the best music rose up the charts. Well, the kind of content that is going to be the most successful on sex.com is going to be the stuff that, you know, is the most popular and is community-driven. So instead of just having somebody else's content push at you, it's going to be content that is partially created by the community itself. Oh, okay. So... So it sounds like it's going to be a little unique that that in that way, and it's going to be constantly changing. So therefore, there's going to be fresh content all the time, and it's uh, it's going to be dynamic in nature and um, and and be different than the other types of sites that are like it uh, today um, that are out on the market. Absolutely, I think it's going to it's going to really take the the adult business to a whole different level. Right now, from the from the purchase standpoint. Um, you know, because it was a pretty pricey, it was a pretty pricey uh, 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 play. How, yeah. how how were you guys able to justify the cost and um, you know the the initial cost of it? And how's the model going to be run um, going forward to help get some of that money back? I mean, is it going to be like a, a a join fee, or is it all going to be done through advertising, or you know, what's the thirty thousand foot view on the business model? Well, it's really going to be a matrix of different things, uh, you know, largely advertising-driven, but, uh, you know, a, a bunch of different approaches. Um, you know, so we're, we're very excited about it and looking forward to announcing the management team soon. Okay, great. The, the justifying the price, though, is easy, though, because you have to remember that 6 million people, 6 million uniques uh, come every month, and, you know, just off of advertising alone, it's easy to justify the price. But there's so many compelling business models. I mean, for, you know, just what we could do in creating some kind of television thing, because there's been a lot of interest in, in different kind of TV outlets from the Sex.com brand. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a whole new day for Sex.com. We're very excited about it. That's great. That's great. Well, congratulations on that on that purchase, and I'm sure you guys will do a great job. So let's shift over to the MP3 story a little bit because this is kind of a dynamic story, and I think a lot of the domainers can learn a lot from this. Is that, you know, I th- I think that name was originally purchased for like a thousand dollars from the from the guy that originally got it from uh, from someone else. Is that correct? Yeah, it's really a great story. Uh, Michael Robertson, the CEO, w- had a consulting firm that sort of analyzed web traffic, and he saw that MP3. You know, you got to remember this is back in 1997, before MP3 was, you know, the format was really popular or known. But he could see that there was this huge spike in traffic happening with it, and so he wanted to have that domain. And the guy who owned it, as I understood it. Uh, kind of registered it on accident. I'm not even certain that he really knew he owned it, and, and that's a whole another story that we, will, we can go into another time. But So Michael approached him and said, I really want to have this URL, and the guy had no interest in it. So he's like, yeah, sure, for a thousand bucks you can have it. So, I mean, imagine it. You buy this website for a thousand dollars, and not much more than a year later, you take it public, you know, and raise something like $385 million. Wow. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So, in the year that that the domain name was purchased to uh, the concept of raising capital and then turning it into a, a real piece of property, what kind of things happened back at the company to get into that kind of position? Like, if if you're a domainer and you're and you're wanting to do something not similar because that's a pretty big you know it's a pretty big IPO I guess, but yeah. if you're wanting to bring a domain to market, what are some of the most important things that you know uh, that someone can do to, to to you know to get in the position to be successful like that? We believe in a very guerrilla organic kind of approach. And, you know, domain 
internet real estate is a is a you know having a like a sex.com or an mp3.com i mean obviously that gives you a great advantage because people are just going to by default come to your site but at the end of the day you also have to have a compelling business model uh and we we just believe very much in a very hardcore gorilla um uh organic kind of approach to things and, and being very smart and moving very quickly. Now, what do you, what do you mean gorilla and organic? Uh, go, go into some detail behind that so that people know what, they're, what, what they should be doing in their own, in their own businesses. Well, like, personally speaking, I, I'm not a big believer in advertising. I think that the money that people, it, not that it doesn't have some value, but some people, you know, will take sort of a, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better word, a lazy approach uh, and just think that spending a bunch of money on advertising is the way to establish their brand, but I think it's about doing the right kind of strategic uh, alliances with companies that can help, you know, bring their community to yours. Uh, you know, the, the, one of the most famous film companies here in Hollywood was the uh, Miramax brand, and what the wine scenes did that made them so successful was instead of blowing their film's marketing budget, uh, which are huge budgets to begin with, on a lot of advertising, they always did a lot of guerrilla PR and would find the story behind the movie or, you know, find the controversial hook. You know, a lot of the press, we, we got so much press on MP3.com because we were very controversial. And, you know, we would find the ways to poke holes in the music industry's business model or the way they were treating artists. And we would go talk to the press about that. And, you know, we would try and shine a light on these issues and, and, and raise the controversy. And that would just only drive the traffic that would drive new artists, new customers, you know. And, but it, at the end of the day, didn't really cost us anything. Right, right. So so that, that goes back to, like... Uh you know, any press is good press, and and even if it's controversial and it doesn't cost that much, you're then looked to as an expert. So you're then you're called upon to give your opinion when you've made a stance that you are an expert in the field. I guess exactly. So that uh, so that when when somebody else wants to get an opinion, then you're brought back up again, and then MP3 is that back out in the marketplace again. I guess right. So so how did you bridge the gap? How were you able to get the take it from a domain name though into a, a successful IPO, and then get get the get the, the, the artists and everybody to jump on board onto this thing? Uh, because that, that's one of the most challenging, I guess, hurdles to, um, you know, get, uh, get the acceptance and then, and, then, and then roll it out into a successful business model. Yeah, one of the strategic advantages we had uh, was being first to market, uh, which, you know, sometimes, you know, you only end up educating the market and then somebody with a bigger checkbook comes along and does it better. But in our case, being first to market really was an advantage that we had that stayed an asset of ours. And at the time, there wasn't really anybody pointing a finger at the music industry and and telling them or showing them how it could be done better. You know, it's great that iTunes is wildly successful now, but the the principles behind iTunes were things that we were advocating with MP3.com back in 1997, but the record companies didn't want to license. You know, they were trying to find a way, uh, we always believed, to do it themselves rather than, you know, partnering with other companies. So, right. Uh, you know, I, I think that that was a major advantage that we had was being the first people out there causing a ruckus. And then, you know, Napster came along, and then P, the whole P2P world became so dynamic that it, it sort of, the M, M, just the format MP3 sort of took a backseat to the bigger issue of file sharing. So what's, uh, what's going on with MP3.com right now, and, um, and are you still involved? Oh, no, I mean, that thing has been bought and sold so many times, it, it's staggering. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if you add up the total dollar amounts that that company has, you know, seen come and go from acquiring and selling it, it it's a staggering number. But first of all, we had an IPO that was somewhere around $375 million. Then Vivendi Universal bought it for, I want to say, like in the neighborhood of $300 million. And then... For an undisclosed sum, CNET Networks bought it off of the Vinda Universal, uh, and they still presently hold it. They they sort of took an artist approach with it in trying to apply the CNET business model uh, behind MP3.com. I'm not sure it's worked that great for them, but they're a great company. And uh, so any any idea what they actually bought it for? You know, I've it was you know Vivendi Universal was in a lot of trouble at the time because they had placed way too many bets on the internet and they didn't really have any smart people running any of it. 
so it was all just sort of floundering, and they just needed to, uh, for their stock shareholders, they needed to sell and liquidate stuff. So, you know, I have a feeling that CNET probably got a pretty good deal. Right, right. So, so anyway, with the couple transactions that are known, you know, you're up to $700 million or $800 million right there on the spot, so it's possible it's close to a billion dollars that this thing has been tra- yeah. you know, traded back and forth on since the initial public offering, huh? Which is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is crazy for a, for a name, <laughs> if you think about it, for a name that was bought for $1,000. Well, originally yeah, I, registered for, you know, 35 and then bought for 1000 bucks. Right. Yeah, definitely. So tell us a little bit about your firm and and uh, a little bit about, um, you know, what domainers should do to, you know, really put a stake in the ground and be successful in their business, you know, t- taking all your experience, because you're, you're obviously involved in a couple uh, major transactions here and have a lot of experience. So I, I have an audience here of uh, several thousand domainers that, uh, that listen in or podcast this broadcast, and the whole goal is to have people learn something. Um, from your background, your successful uh, public relations firm, walk us through a couple things that are absolute must that people should be doing with their properties, um, you know, to be successful. Yeah, we um, we've been doing a sort of a traditional business model for uh, quite a few years, and then last year we spun off a new company, uh, New Venture PR, which is NVPR.com. And the New York Times did a feature story on us because of the sort of innovative approach that we were taking. Because so many times we would be approached by people that had, you know, either a great domain or a really great business idea, but maybe they were undercapitalized or didn't have, you know, uh, the VCs lined up yet because they didn't know they didn't know how to take that next step to get the market's attention. So we launched a, a division of our company, NVPR, that takes equity if we can if we find a company that. What has what we think is a compelling enough business model that it just needs, you know, a lot of elbow grease put behind it and that we think can either raise money or, or be acquired, then we will partner with the company and in exchange for equity, we will, you know, do business development, PR, whatever needs to be, you know, we, we kind of consider ourselves founders for hire and whatever needs to be done, you know, obviously PR and marketing is our specialty, but, you know, if there's other things that we can contribute, such as doing business development relationships, then we do that. And uh, then we partner uh, with the companies and, uh, you know, just try and make as much noise and, and get as much uh, stuff going as possible. And, and, and I, I, you know, the CEOs that, you know, like Michael Robertson of, of Empathy.com and Fabrice Grinda of a ringtone company called Zingy, which we sold for $100 million to a Japanese company, the, these people, the, the traits that I can say among them that uh, were consistent is just really being tenacious, hardworking, smart people that moved very quickly. Uh, instead of getting bogged down by, you know, committee, they were just very, you know, strong CEOs that had a vision and executed on it very quickly. And I think that's absolutely critical. So so executing very quickly, being tenacious out there, I mean, uh, what are some other things, though? Because you, you guys have been involved in a lot of stuff. And, I mean, what, what do you have on your plate currently? Well, podcasting is a really hot space, and uh, we we have had um, quite a few successful things in wireless as well. So we had gone around and met with a lot of the podcasting companies, and we're kind of surprised that none of them had a unique uh, uh, business model. They just, you know, it was just another podcast site, another podcast directory, and you got to ask yourself, how many of those do you really need? So we came back and talked to some of our developer uh, friends and said, look, podcasting is a really hot space. You guys have got this great background in, de- in developing stuff for wireless, is it, let's figure out a way to marry podcasting and uh, wireless, you know, two of the hottest sectors out there. Yeah. So uh, podtomobile.com is a software that allows, you know, not everybody can afford an iPod, so, and everybody's got a cell phone in their pocket. So we, they designed the software so that even the most basic handset with the most basic Internet connection can be literally sort of transformed into a, an iPod, and your favorite podcast can be streamed to your phone. So you got your earbuds, you know, your headset, whatever. You know, when you're on the subway, you can pull uh, via streaming podcasts onto your cell phone. It, the software is still in beta. It works on most major carriers. It's still free, and uh, we're getting ready to launch an advertising uh, solution that we think will get a lot of attention, and uh, that, that's one of the main things we're focusing on right now. Oh, cool! Uh, that sounds really uh, that sounds really good. Um, and and so, t- tell us a little bit about um, w- 
when you do find one of the companies or, or one of the uh, people that you want to work with, do you leave the current management team in place or do you come in and step in as, uh, as managers uh, if you like the concept? Uh, how does the rules of engagement go with your firm and those that might be interested in, ga- in engaging with you? Um, we, you know, usually to stay out of, out of their way, you know, we're there to be support rather than to, you know, come on board as, as management. I mean, you know, we're always open to that if it was the right opportunity. But I think the more synergistic way is for us to provide support to what the company already has going and provide counsel and guidance on what is the most strategic way to go about executing, you know, their business plan. So, it, it, you know, we come in as consultants and, help, you know, help them fine-tune their strategy, make sure that they're very focused uh, and, and, you know, determine what the correct market is to go after and then figure out what the story is that is going to sell that concept to the market to make VCs and uh, the media pay attention. You know, in a lot of these companies that we have come in as founders on, we, the, the general incoming email that, like, biz dev inquiries come from, we will we get copied on that and that to me is like heroin because you know you know if you get a big piece in the new york times or the wall street journal and you just start seeing those emails flooding in of people that want to partner with you you know that is like a drug to us because it knows it lets us know that we're you know on the right path and that we're bringing value to the company because we're making their phone you know their phone ring and their email hum uh, with new business and at the end of the day that's what excites us Great, great, great. Any other last pointers or tips and tricks that uh, that people can take away from uh, from your experience and, and things that have made you successful on the web? You know, I think it's really about embracing your community and treating them well. You know, uh, it, don't don't disrespect or insult you know your audience by uh, spamming them too much or you know. Talk to them in a, in a respectful kind of way. I think embracing the community and uh, making them, you know, be as excited about your company as you are it only helps propel the company. And I think sometimes, you know, they end up talking at their customers instead of with their customers. With their customers, right. That's a key yeah. point. You know, we try, to, we try to reach out to our customers for improvements and uh, try to have our systems and our processes built around what the customer has been telling us instead of what we're telling them, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you 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 want to try and have that establish that one to one relationship. It's it's so critical, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. It takes a lot of energy and time, and yeah. uh, but it is it's actually critical to our business, uh, being on the web and uh, have running a you know an ICANN accredited registrar and a domain services company where everybody look, kind of looks the same uh, to everyone. Yeah. The one difference exactly. is that we look people eye to eye, face to face, and uh, build relationships and trust that way. That 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 is so important. It's critical to success. Yeah, definitely. Well, Hal, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I know we kind of got you on the go, and I uh, really appreciate your input and the and the MP3.com story, and we all look forward to seeing uh, how sex.com evolves into uh, a great site and a great investment for you and your firm. Thank you so much. Great, uh, and I'll uh, speak to you later, and thanks for your time. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye, Hal. All right, great. Uh, well, hang on for a couple minutes. We're going to do another commercial. We'll be back on with Brian Benko from NoParking.com and learn about uh, some other website development uh, opportunities out there for those of you that uh, are looking to develop some, some of your domain names and uh, would like some experts uh, helping you out. Stay tuned. Any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. It's SC Guru. 
is Rainmaker. I'll tell you that. For those of you who can't see what's sitting across from me. <laughs> what? Spaghetti strap thing on. And his beautiful co-host, Brandy. It's all about the body size. <laughs> Rainmaker. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on Webmaster Radio. Welcome back to the show. Uh, my next guest, uh, Brian Benko, uh, has been a domainer for a long time. Uh, I was fortunate to meet this gentleman uh, at the Traffic East Conference uh, uh, about a year and a half ago or so, um, and uh, was very intrigued with the number of domain names that they owned uh, and their business model. And uh, Brian certainly taken uh, his experience and now have launched a, a, a company uh, and, a, and a vehicle called NoParking.com. Um, you can kind of get an idea from the name, what it means, and that is don't just take your domain name and park it. Um, really take your domain name and do something with it and develop it and put it in the hands of people that do know what to do with it so that uh, that it's it's just not sitting there collecting dust. I mean, a lot of people make money on parking domain names and earn PPC revenue, which is great, but you could take some of your domain names and actually turn them into real properties and uh, have them become very valuable. And um, Brian has a lot of experience in, in the domain field and also the online marketing and advertising uh, field. He, uh, again, was with the online uh, advertising firm Burst. And uh, while at Burst, he created and managed online initiatives for clients such as eBay, Yahoo, The Globe, Ditech, Microsoft. So he's had a lot of experience there. So, uh, and now they have a, a kick-ass portfolio, and, uh, and uh, he's a great guy and uh, somebody I can call a friend and, uh, and also an advisor to the industry. So, Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Monty. Appreciate it. Yeah, and so you had a, you were fortunate uh, enough to have a, a little time on the um, on the panel at Traffic Silicon Valley and talked a little bit about your guys' uh, development effort. Tell us a little bit about um, first of all, give us a little bit of history about how you got into the domain name business and uh, some of the key properties that you and your firm own. And then let's walk right into uh, NoParking.com and the concept behind it, and how people can get involved. Sure. The my original beginning started with my experience at Burst Media where we were selling advertising on about 3,800 domains. And that was when I first, that was my first intro into the web in terms of marketing and, and the value of a domain. So a lot of what I took from that is just understanding the value of uh, a domain and content with reference to advertising and and after that, I started an ad serving company, which was called Ad Server, with a partner of mine. And that was when we figured out kind of what worked online. It wasn't domain development related, but it was more of online advertising agency with online tracking using the ad serving software that we had built. Right. And so that allowed us to figure out what worked. And after the bubble popped or burst, we uh, or I realized that um, should have been building our own sites and. and and promoting those sites with our online marketing skills. And that's that's where I started buying domains and developing domains. And from there, it's it's turned into what we have today, which is a fairly fairly good-sized portfolio with um, developed properties that, that do pretty well. And and the idea of behind noparking.com is that it's uh, just an entity that we um, thought up or that I thought up that is just an option. I don't... As I said on the panel at traffic at the traffic conference, I don't want people to think that it's it's an absolute must or that I think that parking is a bad idea. I just I think it's an option that some people um, are very interested in in having their domains developed, but are you know they're certainly not interested in hiring a staff or you know building out the property themselves. It's just an option for really valuable generic domains that might not have tremendous amount of type in traffic, but everybody knows that developed out they're worth a tremendous amount of property. They're worth a lot, and it's easy to get um, advertisers or um, other revenue-generating sources uh, to pay the, the organization just because of the domain. Right, a, right. A lot, a lot like what Brian Null said with golfcourses.com. It, you know, it allowed him to get, or actually Office Supplies, I think, was when his, when his first 
when he was on the panel the first time. Right. Just the domain allowed him to get somebody to call him back or enable him or uh, gave him the power to to get on the phone with other uh, industry leaders. And that's, again, what a good domain can do. Yeah, definitely. And and name some of the properties that you guys have been very successful with because, uh, I mean, actually, one was so successful that when you told me about it, I actually <laughs> I actually ordered a bed from you personally because it was uh, it was it was uh, you know you told me about the business concept and everything. But uh, I mean, talk about some of the successful um, domains that you guys uh, have been able to develop and turn into real profitable websites, and why, and what 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 kind of work was involved to get them to where they are. Well, the 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 company that you're referring to is Abed and Dormia.com, which are not companies that, that we own or I own outright. Right. They were originally a client of, of Abed.com was originally a client of mine at um, when I was at Burst Media. And they were, Mike Zappelli, the CEO, was very early on in adopting the web. I mean, he was online in 1996 with Abed.com and some other properties as well. And so cold calling, I ended up meeting Mike Zappelli um, uh, from through Burst Media, and then stayed in touch with them for a long time. And then they um, they acquired a mattress factory down in Maryland. And then he needed help with the online strategy, so I came aboard to help him uh, run and manage Abed.com as well as Dormia, which we launched or I launched with the help of a couple other people, which was the brand that we launched, which is the mattress that you have. And through that through the process of managing his properties and looking for uh, traffic that monetized well I was leasing domains and and actually he had was leasing a domain prior to me getting there as well which was uh, bed.com and then we were leasing another one which was uh, mattresses.com and those you know they converted they converted pretty well it wasn't a tremendous amount of revenue that was bringing in but it did did have a nice conversion rate and the leasing price was uh, below the profits that it was generating so it was obviously an effective or not obviously but it was an effective advertising campaign for us so that was my first experience, you know, building out a property and doing very well, and and we had the revenue uh, up to seven figures uh, a month at at some points during the early stages of buying pay per click traffic and search engine optimization, and then after, uh, and then properties that I own outright or would be properties like Find a Dentist or LasikEyeSurgery dot com and. Right and now, what what's Find a Dentist and uh, and and the and the other domain names doing now? How are they doing, or what are they doing? You know, what are they doing, and, and how are they doing? Well, in terms of what they do, find a dentist business model or in revenue? Yeah, find a dentist business model. I got you. Find a dentist is is a industry that I chose because there's a major player, and really only one major player, 800 dentists, which really didn't have a large online initiative when we launched Find a Dentist a few years ago. So I thought it was a space that was a lot like the rest of the world back in 1999 or 98 they were really sure how to get on not how to sure to get online but where to market or where to advertise or what would work or what wouldn't work and i feel that i felt that the dental industry was in the same place a few years ago and still is actually they're very far behind the curve as many industries are in terms of using the web to uh, generate business so we launched it with the idea that it was a an industry that we thought had a lot of potential for growth, certainly has the uh, advertising dollars to spend, and there was really only one major player in that space, which is 1-800-DENTIST. And so what it is is a, a dental directory. It's actually the largest dental directory on the web right now. All right. That, uh, that it has free listings as well as paid listings. So you have uh, it's basically a white pages slash yellow pages business model where you list everyone, and then you also have paying doctors who want to get placed at the top of their city or zip code, and, and then we build out a website for them internally on findadentist.com. Yeah, So and it's been working out pretty good for you? Yeah, it's been doing great. It's, uh, it's a tough, tough road. I, would, <laughs> I, certainly, I certainly wouldn't recommend it for everyone to build out a, uh, a directory site because it is, it is a very long-term business model, and you have to be prepared for um, a lot of hard work. Right, and, and I guess I guess so. So, are you making are you making money on the referrals for people that uh, find their dentist through that particular portal and site? You know, we don't we don't make money through referrals. We charge the practices an annual fee. Oh, okay, okay. We do have other advertisers where we, you know, wh- whether it's a quasi you know hybrid advertising slash affiliate program, but 
Um, generally speaking, for the dentist, it's a it's an annual fee, no different than, like I said, the yellow pages. Great, great. Now, let's move on to, to NoParking.com in more detail and uh, talk a little bit about the concept and what makes this particular offering different than from what's out there. Uh, and there's not a whole lot out there, actually, to help people with development and, you know, really taking ownership and making sure that all these domain names are actually being put to use and becoming more valuable. But you were very clear and blunt with people uh, on that panel, and I thought that was interesting about, you know, the type of stake that you take in the domain name, why you take it, what the rules of engagement are, and, you know, from your experiences, and you'd had, you've had some You've had some great experiences, and you've also learned a lot from bumps in the road, as you say, um, oh, and, sure. and, and mistakes. So walk us through the concept, why you think it's going to be successful, and what makes it different, and it's kind of like the rules of engagement, how people can get involved. Yeah, well, noparking.com came out of, literally came out of my experience through traffic and the conference, really, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of domains out there that are extremely valued but really don't have that much parked value, you know, that much parked revenue coming in. So it, I, and I have some of those domains, you know, so it was very clear to me that, you know, and I purchased them. I didn't, wasn't lucky enough to catch them on a drop or um, acquire them back in 95 or 96. So they're domains that I bought that I know developed have a significant value. So it was a combination of meeting people with, you know, extremely large portfolios with several domains that they would talk to me about that they knew they had to develop because there just wasn't that much parked revenue. So the idea is to take a domain like that and partner with an organization, whether it's mine or another one, that will take the property and develop it for um, whether it's a joint venture or you know a pay-for-service. I mean, obviously you can you could literally just hire a, a web development company to build out the property, and you could run it or hire someone that you put on your payroll to run it. But no parking is really a uh, a hands-off approach. It's really no different than the, the amount of skills or, or involvement that's involved with parking a domain. Uh, we would like to take the same approach with noparking.com, which is all you need to do is change the DNS, and then we'll take over from there. Uh, our model is... And it's it's hard to get into all the the details, but in each each domain, depending on its value, it can be structured differently. Of course, I don't want to I don't want to put put myself in, in a you know in a situation where you know this is what you said or that's not you know that's not what you talked about on on Monty's show. But it, <laughs> well, cause, because you know it is uh, it's going to be transcribed. It will be podcasted. Exactly. It will be <laughs> people will be listening to it. So uh, so get right, right. right. That's not what you said on Monty's show. No. The, the, what I want to say is that this is just an you know this is an example, but it's a standard um, standard example, I guess, if that's correct or not. But we take half of the revenue develop, you know, derived from the domain, and and we also take half of the purchase price if the domain is bought at a certain point. So. Uh, that's a, very difficult for a lot of people to swallow, as as it was a lot of people said after I spoke at the conference. At the same time, I can't I can't allocate resources and time to something that I don't have a, a strong equity stake in or a strong position in. And I also don't want you also don't want to get involved with someone who's not going to be working really hard to develop that property. So the the reason why it is structured like that initially is that you don't want the person who's developing it not to take it seriously, and you certainly don't want the domainer or the domain owner to sell the domain after you've developed it. Right. Uh, and 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 also, I want to make sure that I lighten it up a little bit for the domain owner who's listening, and that is if, if a certain revenue goal is not achieved or a milestone is not achieved in, say, 12, 24, or 36 months, the domain owner gets the domain back. If free, I can free and clear with no with no uh, with no yeah. book back to you. Nope, no, they they get it all back. We keep the content and all of the rights to the to the designs, but they have the domain back. But they have the no, domain back. Okay, I see. Yeah. I see. So so if you didn't achieve your goal and objective, right? The, the, if you didn't achieve your goal and objective, you can take the domain name back, but you keep your your work. Right. Basically. Exactly. I see. And so okay, so so if it's a fifty fifty situation, so 
um, that's a hard situation to be in because then who controls the actual interest? I mean, who actually makes the final decision? Um, you know, in a fifty in an exact fifty fifty split, is it the domain owner or is it you as the developer and, and you know investor in the property of um, when there's a certain way to go? Who 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 snaps the line and makes the call? Yeah, there it's, it varies, and we're we're right now as we as as we speak. Um, I'm in I'm in um, discussions with on a deal where. Actually, the domain owner has all rights for an execution of a sale, and I, I have no say so. So I have I have no say so in the in the in the price of the sale, and I have no say so when um, the sale would take place. So the domain owner is in full control of whether or not he or she wants to sell the domain. And he or she is actually in control of the price. I see. At which so, is so if you're putting in the effort, so I mean, at, at any level, there's no minimum level. So if they decide to sell for five hundred dollars, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, that is the case with this situation. Okay, but obviously However, that would not you know, be the case because you both are yeah. investing time and energy and money into the <laughs> situation. So I'm just throwing that out there as a unique, you know, bizarre situation could occur. You know, yeah, no, somebody falls on rough times or for whatever reason, and they got to liquidate. Um, you could be stuck with a hell of a lot of hours, time, and money into it, and um, he gets to sell, and you just get half. Right. Okay. That's I got correct. It. I got but, it. And there's obviously risk reward, you know, in any business venture that you walk into. But if it, you know, if it was a domain like, you know, takesoftware.com, for example, that which was recently acquired, right? I mean, right. if it was a domain like that, and you were the developing company on it, and you were to take half of the revenue developed, and you know, you you were at the mercy of the domain owner when it came to selling the domain. I don't, obviously, you, you, um, I think we'd all be willing to take the risk that the owner wasn't going to sell the domain for $500. Right. <laughs> so obviously you're going to pick your partner on that particular domain name uh, with, with, uh, with enough brand value in the domain name by itself that you know that at worst case scenario, if there was a problem, you're going to get some money out of it. Right. And then we also, we also have uh, quite a few arrangements where um, the domain owners have, have gladly, you know, put the domain into a new entity, and and we but we both own half of it, you know, and there's no, we both decide whether or not to sell it. We both decide at what price point we sell it, and and that's the deal. So I have. But but then what happens if you want, want if you're both at opposite ends of the spectrum though? Uh, then we continue to run the property. Okay. Yeah, the property continues to run. Okay. You know, if if one of us wants to sell and one of us doesn't, then you know we've agreed that we'll just continue to run the property as is. So, so what's the big advantage then? Um, then, so in this particular case, I guess the advantage of this is is that since you've done this before, you know what you're doing, and and you you're, you're, you've had you have um, examples of success. That I guess you know one of the messages that are, that's posted in the chat room right now is that what why would I do that versus go out and getting a designer and do it myself and develop it out? Obviously, you have the know-how, the knowledge, you have the business acumen to to get the thing up and running and in a position to generate revenue and profit and that kind of stuff. So you kind of get a head start and you pay for it by giving up half your interest. Yeah, and it's and and I understand why, you know, domainers, I always get that I get that email probably once a day from somebody that I know has said, "Well, you know, why would I want to do that, you know?" And you know, it's it's kind of like it's not for me to answer. If you don't think I'm worth it, then I'm, I'm not here to sell myself. You know what I mean? It's right, right. You know, those of you that want to cross the line, that that want that say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Hell, I'm not doing anything with this great piece of property anyway. I'm bu- I'm busy. I I'm involved in my uh, in another business, and I got this ten, you know, five years ago or six years ago. And uh, if I'm not gonna, you know, when am I ever gonna get around to developing it? Now I can turn it over to an expert or something that can do it. And sure, I'd be willing to give a fifty percent stake up for doing that. Right, and the other, the other part of it too is it's it's sort of it goes along the lines of if you're hiring an investment banker to either acquire a company for you or to sell your existing company, you would you could hire. There's a million investment bankers, but the ones that have the most experience or have done it before certainly are worth far more than the one who you know just got out of you know business school. And and they cost more. Right, of course, they cost a lot more. So it's 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 no different. I mean, we've we've been in the online advertising space, or I've been in this space for a long time, and and I'm not the world's best monetizer when it comes to you know that, but I'm certainly I certainly put myself in the top 100. <laughs> right. Well, that, that's so a pretty that's a pretty good position to be in. Um, sure. Thousands of people doing this, and millions of domain owners, and you know, 90 million domain names owned now, you know, across the world. 
Sure. Um, so to being a top 100 player in that and having a unique business model that uh, has a proven you know track record of both successes and failures and the, the ability to learn from those failures to turn it into success, um, you know, that stands for something. Yeah, I mean, it's the difference between me being able to make one phone call and getting an advertiser or, or monetizing a domain versus, you know, taking six months to, to try to get some revenue in the door. That's That's all it is. I mean, we're not... We're not claiming to be the world's greatest, but we're certainly pretty pretty well connected, and we're pretty good at it. So it's it's just an, like I said, it's just an option. It's not it's not something that we're proactively gonna you know I'm not gonna start sending out direct mail pieces to all the domain holders and letting them know about noparking.com. It's just it's just an option, you know, and and it's it's uh, it's an alternative for some people, and it's definitely not for everyone. That's for sure. Right. Right. And and um, are you able to talk about any of the current engagements that you're involved in, like any of the domains that you're that you're currently working on that uh, that are that look pretty exciting? No, because everything is very early on, and you certainly don't want to, you know, rock the boat. Yeah, you certainly yeah yeah you definitely don't want to promote something that's you know could be a huge failure or could be a huge success. So, well, how many how many deals do you have on, uh, that you're working on? Uh, we have about ten right now. I think there's ten, and we're working on three three really good sized ones right now. And how are you staffed um, to, for the development and the, and the engagement in general? I mean, what's the, what's the organization structure look like? Uh, how is it funded? You know, give us some details regarding that. So if people are interested in, in uh, contacting you, they, they understand a little bit of background. Yeah, I mean, the, the organization is privately funded through, through, through myself as well as the, the entities that we run right now. Uh, we have a development team here in the U.S. in Boston, and then we keep a, a large group of developer developers programmers and designers offshore that we've been that we've had on staff full time for 3 years so it's it's not it's not something where we you know we're we're looking to partner with 500 domain owners you know it's it's a very as i said at the conference it's it's a select individual that we partner with not not so much the domain. I mean, obviously, the domain is is very, very important. But it's well, you're 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 actually going into a partnership with someone, sure. it's uh, a marriage, some entity, right? it's a marriage. some concept, and some idea. So you're right. You're not you're not just looking at the domain name. You're looking at who you're going to be involved with. And and I guess you, you you assume some risk about you know personalities and conflict of interest and how you work with that person and how you make decisions with each other. And you know you could you probably can't have too many in that mix because then it gets really complicated. Yeah. No. It's it's like I said. It's not something that we're you know, we're trying to, you know, create this huge engine that can, you know, push out thousands and thousands of developed properties. I mean, that's not the case. We're looking at, you know, we're looking at a hand, uh, a select few handpicked, and and the hardest part again is finding individuals that are a good fit because a lot of a lot of domainers are very, uh, rightly so, they're they're really concerned about what's going to happen to the domain. Right? There's not a lot of a lot of not a lot of joint ventures going on in the space it's and and be for good reason right a domain is worth a lot and you certainly don't want to get it screwed up by some joint venture yeah and uh so it takes it takes a certain personality and a certain um, a certain level of risk you know that you're willing to take to 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 do that and and obviously my personality and that other domain owner's personality has to has to Click. come together right and that's not easy. <laughs> and, and and is it your responsibility once you have the domain name to financially fund the rest of the project since they've do, yeah. they've had given up fifty percent of their asset you know of their asset to you? Yeah, the everything is funded up until a certain point. Uh, you know, for you know just as an example, this is a, this is a hypothetical. <laughs> as an example, if revenue exceeds half a million dollars a year, then then expenses would then start to be. Coming coming out of the money coming, generated. coming out of the organization. Uh, I see. Correct. I see. I see. So you're not you're not you're not continuing to dump personal investment or, or organizational investment, and when the and when the thing's profitable and making money, it should be generating itself, and then you're 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 then funding the business, and then you're both sharing in the proceeds in in the profit of the company. That's correct. I mean, if you you know if you build out a, a wildly and you're not you're not asking to be paid back your your fee. You're you're going to do a fifty percent split at some point, just from that point on, and that's your part of it. That's correct. Okay, so that's not that's such correct. a that's not such an unfair job, you know, an unfair no. proposal. Yeah, no, it's 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 certainly not, uh, but it is a big, you know, like I said, it is a there's a certain amount of risk on for both parties. Well, that sounds great. 
Now, what about um, you? I, I, a lot of people went into traffic Silicon Valley not knowing, you know, how good or bad the show was going to be and stuff. And I walked away just blown away about how good it was. Um, I, what, what, you, what was your take on traffic Silicon Valley and the industry in general? I mean, for the first time, uh, many of the investment side of the of the of, the, of our industry uh, or the new investors uh, attended the show, and they were pretty interesting to hear speak and uh, to rub elbows with. Uh, the, the the banks and the and the banking firms and the venture capitalists and stuff. Get, get, since you've been in a domainer for so long and you've been successful at it and, and watched the up and downs just like I have, give me your take on what's going on currently and what what you think is going to happen in the next uh, you know one two and three years. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure if I can predict one to three years out, but I'll I'll give you my perspective. The I thought the conference was was amazing and they just seem to get each show gets better and better and i know some people had a little bit of concern that there was a lot of of the same content flying around but at the same time there was a lot of new content flying around um i I, as you stated with the investors and the bankers and um some big you know some interesting parties that showed up it was it made it interesting i think the the most interesting topics or the the panels were um, the ones from the investment bankers. I thought that um, I can't remember his name, Jordan, the analyst, and um, I can't remember the other gentleman's name that was up there with him. But that was a very, very interesting discussion about risk and where you know what the investors and bankers were looking for in terms of trying to understand the risk, and they really couldn't put their finger on it. So I thought that was uh, a discussion that will that will continue throughout the next few years is really trying to understand from an investor's perspective where 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 does the risk lie when either buying portfolios or acquiring domains or investing in portfolios so i thought that was uh, very interesting and then seeing a lot of new faces is is always great i mean it's always it's always nice to see fresh ten, you know whether it's individuals wanting to learn more or other domainers uh, just coming you know showing their faces and and getting involved, it, it, it was a great show. It was, uh, Rick and Howard are, are doing a great job, and they're doing, um, they're having a huge impact on the industry in general just yeah, by definitely. having the shows. And and did you walk away with any kind of um, you know better feeling about your particular in, investment into the business, into the industry yourself uh, from from walking out of that show, or just confirming in your mind what you always knew? I mean, you oh no, like it's that. always you, you you can't help but. You get energized and and feel great at just about being involved in the space. You know, I mean, even if you don't even even if you own five domains and you're just coming to the show to learn more and 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 understand the space or look at it as look at it as a way to uh, diversify your portfolio or get involved in another industry, I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's amazing. So uh, every show, it's just it's just uh, an energizing situation. It's always great to see uh, you know people that you met a little while ago and talk about deals they put together and deals they've sold or demands they've bought. It's, 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 it's a great conference. Good. It's a great Good. conference. Good. All right. Well, cool. there. Um, any, any other, uh, just key points and, uh, uh tips that you can share with uh, some of your fellow domainers that are listening that didn't, weren't fortunate, uh, or were unfortunate not to make the shows. And, you know, since you've been in the business for so long, G- give us like three or four things that are just critical that maybe people don't know about to, to you know, be successful on the web or develop out their property. The listening audience is a combination of you know domainers and webmasters and SEO experts and um, you know and some novice guys too. So, g- give us some things that have really stood out for you as being definitely do things you may not have known about. You know, uh, you know, be successful doing the following. Yeah, I think I think the most important thing is to keep an open mind, right? I think it's really important that you. You know, you don't get closed off by doing business with one organization. I don't think you. It's important to, if you're a Parker, you need to test other, you know, other companies that are out there. You need to, you know, understand which domains perform well here and which do, domains perform well here. And and you just need to. I think it's it's really healthy to just keep an open mind and 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 test the waters with all the companies that are out there trying to service domainers. And you know, give them a chance. I think that's I think that's really important. And I think it's also important for anyone in any industry is to try to minimize their risk. I know that a lot of people are very bullish, you know, with respect to the domain space. But some people 
and not all of us have you know these dom- these portfolios that are worth millions. So when you have great domains that aren't that don't have tremendous amount of parked value, I think it's a really important to uh, one either you know sell a, a small percentage of them or you know buy and sell, and also just keep an open mind about developing. I think that that's that's obviously I have <laughs> that's what I do. So I have a little bit of a biased opinion with regards to that. But it is important, in my opinion, no matter what you're doing, to to spread your risk. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, Brian, it's been great having you on, and uh, you certainly uh, you're certainly one of the key men in the industry. And I know you say you're top 100, but you're uh, you're top 10, top five in my book. And and people should listen to what you have to say and give you and give you a shout if they're interested in working with you. What's the best way for you know? I know you don't want to be flooded with uh, you know tons of tons of domain names that. Um, um, you know that that may not be of interest, but you know what should people do if they want to engage with the type of relationship that you have set up at uh, NoParking.com? Uh, they can they can email me. You can reach me at Brian B R I A N at NoParking.com, which is fine. Or you can always find me on the board and ping me there. Or um, I'm, uh, you always reach me at one of my forums on Find a Dentist or LASIK Eye Surgery. There's plenty of sites out there to email me on, which is fine. Cool. Um, but yeah, but I, I do. I'd love to hear from anyone that's uh, certainly always interested to talk to more people. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a different model, and it, uh, it's, it's going to work for some people. Like you said, you've got ten, 10 things going on right now, 10 uh, projects going on right now, and I bet you they're going to be successful. So uh, I hope so, and thanks a lot, Monty, for the positive uh, feedback. I appreciate that. I'm a positive guy. <laughs> you are, man. You are amazing. I always, uh, Every time I see you, I think, man... Uh, I think I work a lot, but this you you you're an amazing guy, Monty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> amazing, thanks. Man. And and thanks and thanks for all literally thanks for all the work that you do. I think that you do you do a lot of work for the industry, just as much as uh, Rick and Howard do with the shows. I think you do. I think you have, uh, have, have an immeasurable amount of effort you've put through and uh, had have had a tremendous impact on the space. And, and I don't know anybody that has a negative thing to say about you. And I, I just want to say I think you're doing a great job. Well, hell, the, the, thank you very much. I mean, we, it's, you know, it, a lot of people don't give back until they've uh, completely made it. I, I, we think it's a good idea to give back as we're, as we're building something great because uh, um, I've said it over and over again, even on the panels, that if we don't all work together, you know, and create an industry that has stability and um, uh, uh, interest and attractiveness for people on the outside, then it's always going to remain our little world. And the only way to get it bigger and invite people from the outside to come in and, Explore and invest and bring more money in is to uh, for everybody to work together and show that it's stable and a great place to 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 be in. And so uh, it's really important to have people like you and people that we work with and um, and we go out and 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 you know preach our wares and make sure that we dedicate um, you know our own time and also the company time to make sure that people understand what the difference the differences are because you don't want to get burned either. You don't want to work with a company that's not um, on your side or aligned with you. So right. it's important, whatever company it is, whatever registrar or domain um, domain asset management company or uh, or whatever, you want to make sure that people are aligned with you because it's uh, still early staged and and risky. And so uh, we're one of those companies that are aligned with our customers. That's for sure. Yeah, no, and uh, whoever's listening, everyone should use Moniker. You guys are great. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, Ryan, thanks Thanks. for being on tonight, and I really appreciate your time. And uh, good luck with NoParking.com. And I'll see you in May at Traffic West, I guess. Yeah, sure. Look forward to it. And uh, and it's a great it's a great sleep at night uh, for me. <laughs> Thank you for that bet. <laughs> All right, no problem, man. Thanks, Monty. All right, take care, Brian. All right, good night. Great. Well, that's uh, that's a wrap of this week's uh, Domain Masters. Uh, two great guests. Um, if uh, anybody has any comments or feedback, please make sure that you give me an email at uh, monty at moniker dot com. Um, we will be on live next week as well. Uh, I'll have some exciting guests on again. And uh, the following week, we're going to be broadcasting live from SES, Search Engine Strategies in New York. I'll be there with the webmasterradio.fm folks, um, and uh, we're going to do some uh, some live show interviews uh, right on the floor. And uh, real excited about that. Um, uh, Darren Babin and Brandy and uh, everybody on the webmasterradio.fm team have been doing a great job, and we're going to be there live with those guys uh, um, on the, I think it's the 1st of March at uh, SES in New York City. And so we'll have some great uh, great uh, people interviewing there. So with that, I'll let everybody go. Have a great week and uh, be the master of your domain. I'll see you next week live on another edition of Domain Masters. Take care.
the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.